I liked this movie. This movie was bad. I did not like this movie. Movie bad. Bad movie. I loved this movie. Fuck this movie. I really did not like this movie. Oh no! Don't ruin the movie for me! I loved this movie. The movie was good. Alright, I just want to warn you, spoiler alert. That'd be cool. A, a, a podcast that hypnotizes people. Write that down, write that down. We are live though. <laughs> oh shit, actually. Yeah. What's up? I'll bleep that part out because that's no. gonna be an idea I write myself. No, we're keeping it in. We're back, baby. Yes. We're fucking back. You, yeah, I missed you. If you're not dead, um running up we were running that risk pretty pretty closely a couple weeks ago. We were yeah. we were worried. But you're you're I, back. Yeah, I, I had COVID and then we didn't. No. No? Oh fuck we haven't recorded since you had covid uh we oh, you're should, right uh, before we get into that this is spoiler alert uh we are a moving picture podcast we obviously haven't recorded in a little while that is because one i moved we we did record after that and then nick happened to contract um you can get into it the coronavirus yeah so that means we both had covid so we're better specimens than we were before the fact and we're legally allowed to have sex again that's that is true that's a hundred percent true. Uh, your blood's your blood's cleaner than honestly than it's ever been. Probably one of those uh, sterilizer things they use at doctors to clean everything. Your blood's cleaner than that. What what do they use to clean? What are you talking about? Isn't there something? Oh no, that's at hairdressers. They put the shit in the, in the oh scissors. barbicide. Yeah, they put the combs in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know at the doctor's office where you get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, baby. <sighs> yum yum yum. Before we jump into your, we want to hear about COVID a little bit. I want to hear your experience with it. But uh, uh, all right, I guess. But we'll talk about it first. I want to let the folks know that today's episode is going to be solely about Zack Snyder. Uh, we're dedicating it to Zack Snyder, yeah. particularly the Snyder Cut, which released last week. We both watched it. Um, we got a lot of thoughts on it. Quick spoiler: very positive for both of us. I think. Yes, big fan. Yeah, big fan. But uh, before that, we're gonna jump. We're gonna we're gonna get into that very quickly because there's a lot to talk about. Considering the movie was like 14 hours. <laughs> That's true. That is a yeah. scientific fact. How the hell are you doing? How was your COVID bout? I mean, I've I've heard it, but I, I'd like yeah. to hear it in person. How you how you did? Honestly, not a fan. the The sickness wasn't even the part that sucked. It was just being locked in my house, in my room, like away from everyone else in the house for so long. Yeah, can't even lie. It was pretty fucking brutal on like my mental state. And, yeah, now uh, it happy hits. to be on the other side. Mm-hmm. Did you? We got your smell back. Yeah, I'd say it's like 90 percent back. You like, can eat food without having to like be miserable. Yeah, I can taste food totally. Like, don't like stop asking me questions, people. All right, Nick can taste food. I don't care what they say in the trades. It no, it it sucks though. Um, did you feel like it gradually came back, or did you feel like it? Do you feel like it it came back like you were eating something and you just like wow, I taste again? It was no, I tested with this candle outside my room. The it's the green one that smells like a Christmas forest. Oh, something. I know the green one. Yeah, uh, I would just like sniff that every day to see how I was doing, and then one morning. It was kind of like, I was like, oh, what's that? Did, did did you start to get a little happy? You were like ran upstairs and you were like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, I didn't, I didn't run around the house telling everybody, but uh, I was like, hey, we got something cooking here. I may so, not die from the virus. So flat out, 
not gonna lie the first thing i smelled was my own shit oh good <laughs> but i'm not gonna but i was so happy it was like it was the best it was the best wipe i've ever had i was just like yeah <laughs> fucking sniffing my own saving ass. that one for later put it in your wallet yeah i wanted to be able to say dude you don't realize how much you miss these things when you don't have them you're just yeah. everything smells bland you can't even tell if you're the smelly one in the house because you fucking <laughs> no one no one could no one could tell in my house if we all smelled like shit because no one could smell it's yeah. pretty sick though i didn't have to shower for probably like six days and i just like no one knew like i no feel one... like you still needed to i think I, everyone uh, else knew and you were the only one who didn't no i would i would wander through the house with my mask on bundled up yeah um, i i just showered just to feel like there were a little bit of fucking variety in my day <laughs> yeah uh i was very shook by the fact that i couldn't smell my retainers mm-hmm. normally they smell awful yeah it's, and then it's i knew shit was for real like we're not fucking around here. Well, I'm glad you're all right. I'm glad it was really Thanks. just smell that was your issue. Um, and a yeah, little. I bit. had a cough for like one night, so keep me in your thoughts and prayers for one night. But we're, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back. We're 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 hit, we're gonna hit hard today because we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, oh, shout out to my friend Brian from work. He said that he listened and that I severely undersold the, the podcast. Yeah, you need to start selling a little more. I. Okay. I mean, I sell my body to the night, so I it's I don't have that much time. Shout out to Brian, though. We're happy that we have people listen to us, and we're not just doing Big this body for shits and giggles. I um, mean, we kind of are. Well, we are, but... The listening is a nice perk. It's true. I'm trying to make a career out of this. Remember, I moved to Los Angeles to become right. a professional podcaster. Yeah, and I left so I could become a professional <laughs> podcaster. Speaking of professional, is it etiquette? Is it proper etiquette for me to talk about that I had a good big boy job this week? Am, uh, I, allowed, am I allowed to do this? Like, are we allowed to talk about this on the pod? I think so. I can don't I, see why not. Can Unless I just, you like signed an NDA, but I, I don't did, think it was I, that. Kind I mean, I didn't. I posted. Kind of I posted all kinds of shit all over. But yeah, I uh, worked on my first movie set this week. That was like a big, big time movie set. Uh, we're following the dream. My man. So for our newest episode, this is actually our final episode because I finally have a job. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is how I'm finding out live yeah. on air. I didn't tell you. I waited till I was like, get ready. We're going to have a big episode. And we're, we're, this is it. We're done. <laughs> I'm putting out a fucking eight minute episode. I mean, this would be a pretty sick way to end it. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I worked on a movie called Monstrous. I don't know how much I'm supposed to allowed to say. I didn't sign anything, but I I know that there's hey, what's it called? Monstrous. Oh, it's about your big dripping hog. That's it. <laughs> Starring Christina Ricci. It's <laughs> just oh, no. <laughs> but um, no, it's uh, it was cool. Um, I'm following my dream. So uh, anyone who's listening out there, you too can work in Hollywood if you pick up and leave yeah. fucking leave leave where you are like nick's leaving soon yeah and Come that's back. really all it takes you don't have to hustle or work hard or really do anything so yeah uh it was fun um i learned a lot on set and i just i don't know it was cool to actually like you don't really realize how much work goes into something like we talk about movies but you don't realize how much shit goes into making sure that like there's so many cogs turning on a set so much going on and it's it's crazy it's it's insane that um they could like you know there's a little square of a parking lot and then they they make an entire fucking scene out of it like yeah it, it's it's it baffled me 
a little just because I was like, it's just, it feels kind of just like a really high tempo student film. <laughs> like yeah. seriously though, that's all they feel like. It's just, it's a bunch of nerdy people getting together, making shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I say it every day. Nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. And that applies to everything. Yeah. It's, and it's unreal. It's like, I too can know nothing and make it in this industry. Yeah. So uh, being on set is what made me, I feel like I've said this before. It makes me say like, every movie is a miracle like the fact that it exists no that's why so much shit could go wrong along the way that's why i think that a lot of people um especially even like i think film criticism i feel like there should be like a necessity for film critics and anyone to at least work one set in in this industry just to see like everything you know mm. just to make sure that like people understand like it's not like people just snap their fingers and a movie happens like apparently the production was was a little hectic early on and like the last week it, there was parts where that were hectic but for the most part it didn't seem like anything went too too wrong Sounds um like you were the uh the steady force that righted the ship that's what we can hope for that's that's all we could that's all you can hope for is you get one of me on each year film sets this is now, a great pitch for yourself i hope no one listens to this and it's just like this guy just doesn't stop <laughs> sucking his own dick we can't hire him <laughs> i mean somebody's got to do it works one set and has an ego that's that's how <laughs> that's, that's what i was going for <laughs> that was the first i was like i think it's like one of the biggest things they say about like working in uh, the film industry is like don't get an ego and it's just like i'm gonna turn it around and become a pa who works one set and now it's just all full of himself like, i'm gonna walk around with an entourage it's just yeah i mean you gotta dress for the job you want also I, funny entourage uh sidebar <laughs> someone called me i think yesterday and they were like hi i'm calling from ari gold's office and i was like there's no way that's real no isn't ari the guy who were who ari gold was based on is it was, ari emmanuel is a real person yeah i mean i'm sure there probably but, is an ari gold out there but it's very coincidental wow. Sorry, Ari, if you're a listener, that would be fucking amazing if he yeah, is. Maybe he could a non-existent person <laughs> listening to the pod. But besides that, all good. You yeah. doing well? Big ego on. You're gonna be a big ego PA. Yeah. A PA with an assistant. You're you should gonna... like bring me around on set. Yeah, you're gonna be my assistant. You're gonna be my production's assistant. Assistant. Exactly. I'll be your Dwight. Wait, I saw. All right, should we talk about? Should we go into Justice League first? Because what I'm about to say has to do with Justice League, or should we go into like what we watched? Get that out of the way. Just kind of like do like a little like recap. What are you, what are you about to say? I was gonna make. I saw this funny tweet about uh, Steppenwolf. Should I say? Mm -hmm. it? Yeah, go ahead. I think they said like uh, Dwight uh, Steppenwolf's the Dwight. <laughs> of the tcu he's just oh a, he totally is yeah he's just he's just some guy who's trying to impress his boss he's like i will prove or this will show him my worth and then he gets That's fucking anything Dwight and does. then he gets fucking beheaded like he doesn't yeah. he didn't honestly deserve that it was just hustling yeah i mean everybody's got to grind yeah and then his boss stepped on his fucking so little, yeah little brain so there's my fucking first thing about the new cut Steppenwolf's a fucking villain. He's not a PlayStation 2 character. Yeah, he's an actual character with a goal and and a whole and like a whole entire act dedicated to his backstory. Like, yeah. Um, 
Arnold right. was fucking sexy too. I know he looked he looked fucking metal. <laughs> yeah. You're All right. right. Let's put a stop there. Let's go right to. Uh, let's just jump into what we've watched or like a little bit of a recap. That have, what have you watched? I mean, I've been watching just random shit recently, so nothing too. Uh, I've watched a decent amount of stuff. I feel like you had to if you fucking had COVID for two weeks. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Are we sure that we didn't talk about me having COVID already? We probably didn't. The last episode we did was the one right after I moved, which was right when you found out that that you-know-who got COVID. I don't want to say his name, but you didn't have it yet. Okay, that makes you, sense. You were you were quarantining away from everyone, but you still got right, it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and then uh, and then yeah. and then you didn't feel like recording, and then yes. we just kind of put it. We just were like, all right, let's just wait till you feel better. Yeah. So here we are. There's a recap of our entire right. last Thanks. like three weeks. Thanks for clearing that up. Uh, yeah. So what I watched was uh, the Maltese Falcon. You did. You did tell me this. I haven't been. One Humphrey Bogart. Classic. Good man. Yeah, I think I have the same birthday as him. I'm going to check that. Because I've told a lot of people that's true, and it may not be. (laughs) That's really funny if it isn't. I don't think you do. (laughs) Not even close. He was born on Christmas. Wait, no, he wasn't? Oh, no, that was his his death date. Never mind. Never mind. I was looking at his death date. He died uh, like two weeks before I was born. Exactly. Two weeks and 40 years. But yeah. So this entire you telling everyone that Humphrey Bogart shares your birthday is, is you got to go back and apologize. I've got a lot of people to apologize to. Yeah. Turns out I was wrong. <laughs> I don't know where I got that idea, but I've been saying that since I was like 13. Turns out me and Casablanca don't actually have that much in common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another fire movie. That's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Maltese Falcon. Good movie. We got a, a classic Peter Lorre performance as uh, Joe Cairo, father of Chuck Lorre, fun fact. Who's uh, creating one hell of a new series that's coming out. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, the United States of Al. Yeah. Is that him? Yeah, that movie looks, or that show looks like shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Also, I made that up. I don't think it's actually his dad. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if it turns out to be, that's cool. I'm, uh, I'm honestly going to look now. <laughs> yeah, Peter Lorre, he's like a classic, old-timey, weird guy, actor. Love him. Not the movie I thought it was going to be. I don't know why I thought it would be about a car. Uh, it wasn't. It was about a literal falcon. Well, I mean, it was a statue. Turns out that they're not related. That's probably for the best. Uh, yeah. Not, yeah, not a whole lot to say. I mean, like, I like old movies, so... This is I mean, like one of the best old movies there is. I mean, it's one I haven't seen ever, but I, it's like one of those like five. Everyone's like, see it. You have to. Like, yeah. It was on my list of classics that I needed to see for like ever. One of the first things I put on it. When's it from? 40? 41? Something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's on HBO Max, right? That's how you watch it. All right. So I'll have to have yeah. to add it to the old list. Yeah. My roommate the TCM did- collection on there is... My, well, my roommate actually yesterday gave me her Criterion login, so I mean, I got, so I got, I got fucking double, double whammy of old movies. Fucking, uh, what's that guy that everybody jerked off at BU? And I don't mean myself. Hey, I'll think of it later, and I'm gonna shout his name out. (laughs) All right, (laughs) wait, 
the a classic director. Yeah. Uh, oh, or, John, John Cassavetes. Oh. Uh, whatever. Like, yeah, acclaimed director and actor, whatever. But for some reason, so much of the BU film curriculum. Did he go to BU? To with him. No. Oh. No Is connection. It someone a fan of the notebook? Why? Because his son directed it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Classic, classic uh, acclaimed director, John Cassavetes. Yeah. Or no, Nick Cassavetes. Yeah, Nick Cassavetes is his yeah. son. Hey, good name. Good name, Nick Cassavetes. That's my name. Yes. Yeah, I figured you'd you put that together. All right, what did I watch? Um, I'm going to save the movie I watched last night for next week's episode because it ties into it. If you kind of know what we're doing, you know what we're doing next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't watch the one we're doing next week. I watched the one, the first one in that. I would hope not. Um, I'm going to, I might actually watch that tonight. I don't know. Kind of a not crazy. You're crazy crap. for that movie. What did I watched? Fuck did I watch recently, dude? I don't even know what I watched. You gotta fucking come prepared. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, hold on. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, I guess in terms of Snyder. Um, oh, yeah. That's I watched uh, Dawn of the Dead, his first movie the other day. Honestly, dude, besides the one we're talking about tonight, which spoiler might be my favorite Snyder movie, Dawn of the Dead banger movie like like straight banger like it's it's honestly weird how uh james gunn's like what's the word it's he he had this like his, his trauma movies where they're almost like kind of trashy beast beast schlock <laughs> that fits really well with the snyder aesthetic because like it's not as visually stunning as um as his later movies because obviously it's a lower budget and i mean it's it's a zombie movie not a superhero movie but the way he shoots the movie it just it's it's a weird combo that shouldn't work but it works really well and it makes me want like james gunn and snyder to team up again even though james gunn's directing his own movies but like i'd love to see them do another movie together so did james gunn write dawn of the dead yeah he wrote the remake Ah. and then um that was snyder's first movie that he directed um great cast ving rames fucking epic like just epic shit uh, Ving Rames, you got uh, first team all name, by the way. Did I know going up to people, my name's Ving. Yo, I was talking about this with Louie and my roommate Leanne when oh, Leanne watched like half of it. But Ving Rames looks like the type of guy who, like, he's so intimidating, but he's got arms to make you think, like, I'd be safe <laughs> if he yeah. fucking wraps his arms around you. Because, and it, honestly, it makes me think back to his character, and I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Remember when everyone thinks he's oh, like. Yeah. Remember when everyone thinks he's really scary and then it turns out that he's just he's just this big uh soft gay dude and he's yeah. just like yeah it's just Ving Rames just seems like a nice dude. He just seems like I would a guy. like to hug Ving Rames. Yeah, I'd like to talk That's to him. My number one on my to-do list after COVID. Hug, hug Ving. Ving Rames. I'm sure he can make that happen. I feel like he'd punch you in the face if you tried to hug him. <laughs> I don't think so at all. I think he would welcome it. But yeah, him this this little conversation mm-hmm. as I approach. And then he'll know. Out loud on a boombox? Yeah. Uh, say anything style. I'll hold it up over my head outside his house. <laughs> we'll know what I'm talking wearing about. Wearing your John I'll be saying, yeah, because I'll be duster. saying this. Wearing the duster. Oh, obviously, I'm wearing the duster. Never, never. You, I don't go anywhere without my duster. But yeah, great movie. Very gory. Very, very gory. Like, like, but like, I don't know. It's just Snyder R-rated, man. He just, I want him to, after Justice League, seeing like some R-rated violence, I think he should stick to just R-rated shit because he just has, yeah. 
he he knows how to make shit look good. He has a way with blood. He does. But yeah, Dawn of the Dead, probably my favorite Zack Snyder movie. It might still be my favorite even with after Justice League. Uh, just because I think it's just his best, like... Oh, and there's also, last thing about Dawn of the Dead, there is a, like, scat version of Down with the Sickness (laughs) that plays over a scene. (laughs) Greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, it's, 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 I, and then, and then the credits have the, the disturbed version that plays. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. I would recommend it. I think you would like it. And before his zombie movie that comes out next month, I think it's a good one to watch. I yeah, thought it was a, I thought it was going to be a sequel, but it's it's not apparently. But I'm curious to see if like there's little hints that it's like the same world. That'd be cute. And then quickly, I started the show True Blood the other day. Yeah. So much fucking. Like so much. Like it's just there's dude the one character who's in it, um Anna Paquin's character's brother, every mm-hmm. single scene he's in that he's been in besides like 3 have been him putting his dick in something. Wow. Like like, it, like a tree or yeah. a building or what? I mean, it's usually just a person. But oh, okay. I mean, there's even been there's it's every his entire arc so far has just been around him putting himself in bad situations because he's been having sex. It's like it's good shit. Sound familiar? <laughs> uh, you. I wrote the show. <laughs> it's autobiographical. I'll be honest. It sounds cool. I don't think I'll ever watch it, though. I, I just prob- don't watch a lot of like hour longs. I probably wouldn't have started if it wasn't for my roommate, but now I'm all in because it's just, it's just, it's a cool concept. I will say, like the idea of like vampires being out in the open, like in the world, and it's only, and it's not an out. It is kind of an allegory for race, but it's also, it's also more so um, about gay people, Ooh. and it's because I I noticed Alan Ball who made he wrote American Beauty. He created Six Feet Under and then created this show. He is gay. And he's actually one of the prolific, like, gay writers in Hollywood who, like, mm-hmm. so it uh, it makes sense that when I, like, put that together, I was like, oh, shit, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. It, it does a really cool job of, um, it's very campy, but it's it's still, it's it does a good job of, um, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just like the show. <laughs> Sounds like it's totally mind mel- uh, melting. Or oh, oh yeah, ah, shit, I fucked up. Cut that. Uh, I didn't. I'm I keeping it a in. Smooth sentence. Mind you know, melting, come on, man. You can't. You can't be stumbling over your words like that. Yeah, right. I'd recommend. And we're back. If, I'd recommend it if you're, uh, if you're into that sort of thing. I mean, I don't know, fam. I feel like I was saying this the other day, and I want to see how you feel about this. You remember when the Walking Dead came out, and it was the big zombie boom? Yes. I feel like even though like Twilight and then this show were huge, there wasn't really what's the other one? Uh Vampire Diaries. Actually, that might negate what I was saying. Cause I was gonna say <laughs> I feel like there was never I feel like I forgot about that show. I I was gonna say I feel like there was never this big like like there was a zombie or there was a vampire boom, but it wasn't the same level that like zombies took over. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like it kind of was a thing. I feel like there maybe, were other vampire movies. Maybe I just, maybe I just don't remember. Zombies because... were more prolific, probably because zombies are like an easy thing to put in a movie. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what? Because like what we do in the shadows and everything. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe yeah. this entire thing bad is, take. Yeah, maybe this is just hot takes that have gone wrong. Fucking idiot. 
That's true. Don't ever <laughs> come up with an idea ever again. How dare you? Moves to Hollywood. It's an ego shut down by co-host. <laughs> All the way from fucking Furlong, Pennsylvania. Oh, now, childhood bedroom. Now, now people know where you live, dude. They're going to yeah, put I'll it together. Fucking address online. I don't care. I was going to say some news. Um, I don't know. Biggest news of the day is probably Black Widow being delayed to July. Will now be released on Disney Plus. Same day. Um, kind of figured that was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to get delayed. I thought they would have kept it in May and just added the on Disney Plus premiere access thing to it. But um, I think I realized they did that because Cruella also mm. came, was said that I think it's like May 23rd. That comes yeah. out also on Disney Plus and theaters same day. So that's good. I mean, I don't know. By that point, by July, when Black Widow comes out, I'm hoping that it, I'll at least have a vaccine in me that I'll probably go see that in theaters. Yeah, I feel like that's a safe ish bet that like theaters will be mostly open but also that's the i mean i think by next week if i was reading earlier with um regal set to open in early april Mm -hmm. that'll be the first time since i think last march that theaters will be at i think like 99 percent open in the world or in not in the world in the country okay so we're getting there and I don't think there's going to be, I mean, at this point, we're just getting, we're hoping that we can get enough people vaccinated that it they're done with lockdowns or anything. <laughs> I think yeah. they're, they're just, they're hoping yeah, people get vaccinated. Yeah. It'll be awkward if it's like June and everybody who wants a vaccine got one and there's just a fucking shit ton of assholes that don't want to get it. Yeah. It would be really awkward. And we're in a, in like a weird uh, standoff. Yeah. We could probably just make like those plastic guns that they use in one of the X Men movies, and like shoot vaccines into people, right? Yeah, that's not a controversial thing to say. There's I also think. no reason why they need to be plastic because it's Magneto. Oh yeah, there's the, yeah Magneto <laughs> wouldn't even be involved. Well, why would I? I mean, I like the idea of it being. I like the plastic idea. Just well, because. you know, like syringes are plastic. I just, I don't know why in my head I connected that the gun and the, like, ammunition have to be the same material. It would be kind of funny if, like, get the fuck down, Magneto! Get the fuck down! And uh, just, like, no Magneto there, but everyone... Yeah. <laughs> just one one random guy with a plastic gun walking around. Um... I see any other news that happened today. I, I haven't really been paying attention to the news recently. I got to get back on it. Uh, oh, Helen Mirren was cast as the villain in Shazam 2. She has them. It's like Age of the Gods or something like that. Wrath Fury, of the Gods. Fury of the Gods. Fury, yeah. Yeah, um, that's exciting. Um, I don't really know what villain she's playing. It's um, starts with an M, I think. Can you M- Mirren. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. It could be that. Maybe it's like Mephisto. Could that be something? I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that. I think you're really hoping this Mephisto thing works out. I, I think. Uh, what are what are the Vegas odds? I feel like it's not zero that she's playing Mephisto. Everyone's playing Mephisto oh, in every movie. She's playing Hespera. You were close. So not an M, and also not Mephisto. But yeah, that's exciting. I'm, I'm. I like Shazam a lot. I did too. It was a great one. It's one of my fa- my favorite DC movie. I think. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. up. There. It's of like the the new year. It's honestly, it's probably. I think it's mine. 
It's either that or Aquaman. Aquaman was pretty sick. Yeah. Um, People started giving it shit recently, but I think they forgot how fun that movie was. Yeah, I mean, it's not... I will say the script's the weak... That's one of the rare movies where I feel like even though the script's really goofy, it still somehow works. James Bond is just a beast. He is. He is. He's great. We're talk about him. Fuck that guy. It's the Zack Snyder show. <laughs> I'm just looking if there's any more stories that we that we didn't cover. Because I got one I got to bring up very, very quickly. But I that's mm. it's, it's a joke one. Falcon and Winter Soldier came out this week. I mean, that's that's good. That's that's a big one. Uh, yeah, fucking Snyder Cut derailed our plans. We could have been talking about that show. Good show. By we'll the talk. Way. We'll talk about that next week. Okay. Yeah, we can do episode one and two in the same episode. Yeah, because uh, episode one, honestly, even though it was really really good, nothing really happened. If you think it was more of a character, it's more like mm-hmm. a character study episode yeah. that right at the Sets end, kind of the, like yeah. the themes and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can hit uh, episode one and two next week. Um, but yeah, short short review, real quick. Good, it's good. It's good show so far. Good show, yeah. Show yeah. TV show, good. Last thing, and it's not really a story. It's just, dude, did you know William Shatner is ninety? No, I, mean, uh, I do now that you told me. You should look him up because he, he does not. He looks like he's I know like, who he is. No, he looks like he's like sixty five, dude. I want whatever the fuck. Oh he's... yeah, when he's in those fucking uh, oh, what are those commercials he does. Capital One? Does he still do yeah. that? Yeah. No, not anymore. That was a couple oh, years Jen- ago, though. Yeah, it's Jennifer Garner. Yeah. She doesn't look like him at all. No, that's what he looks like now. Oh, <laughs> that's why it's so baffling. Um, no, like but a woman in her 40s. Looks like Ben Affleck's ex-wife. Speaking of Ben Affleck. <laughs> he's, he's in the thing. Do we got a lot to talk about. All right. I think we should just jump into it because the main main part of the episode we really want to get into is uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. The God is dead. I had a dream. Almost like a premonition. I think there's an attack coming. My lord. This world will fall. I need warriors. I'm building an alliance to defend ourselves. How do you know your team's strong enough? If you can't bring down the charging bull, then don't wave the red cape at it. You were sent here for a reason. Even if it takes you the rest of your life, find out what that reason is. Which released last Friday after four years? Four years of... of 20, 2017, yeah. So of them... It was November, so like three and a half. So, yeah, so like it stands up to four years since the Justice League cut came out. Um... I, dude, I de facto like I don't even know how to tackle this movie because it's just there's so like there's so much. All right, let me read. The, I have some notes about it that I can. Use. I do too. So we're gonna get it. All right, first, Justice Zack Snyder's Justice League released uh, March 18th on HBO Max. It um, obviously directed by Zack Snyder. It stars Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, Gal Gadot. Uh, Ray Fisher and Ezra Miller as actual characters in this version. 
Uh, you got Willem Dafoe with a mullet. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just everything's great. Uh, the biggest difference I'm going to say right now is this version is 242 minutes compared to the original cut, which was 120 flat. That's fair. That is a big difference. If that doesn't explain what kind of what kind of movie that we watched this week compared to the one which I actually did watch the original cut last week. Um, it's funny because uh, Louis was watching um, Justice League was kind of messing around on their computer doing some work and ha- I had it on the, just watching it and like even they were like when we were watching the Snyder cut, like I saw some bits and pieces and this is just like night and day. Like, this is a good movie. Yeah. I'm glad that you watched it. So I didn't have to, because I really wanted to come in. I actually don't want to like, I'll never ever watch like that movie doesn't exist. And it's so irritating to me that Warner brothers is like dead set on being like, Oh no, that's the Canon version. And I'm like, why even like 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 (laughs) guys are doing a multiverse thing anyway so like who gives a shit if the new the Zack snyder one is canon like you can't if you want to erase it you're just going to anyway so it's not like it the joker fucking mentions or uh dark side fucking mentions the multiverse yeah steppenwolf does and then the joker talks about alternate timelines so you can do whatever the fuck you want i mean i it just I said six or seven times during this version and I'm just going to be frank. I, I love this movie. Like I actually, I, I, I full blown, like this is one of the most satisfying experiences I've had watching a movie since probably Avengers Endgame. Like in terms of just like mm-hmm. grand scale blockbusters, like this movie hit every single beat. It had the great balance of fan service, but it also like, it was a movie. Like it was like, it, yeah. like, like the Every original, character had an arc. Yeah. And like, granted, of course, this movie would never have happened if it wasn't for HBO Max. Like you wouldn't be 242 yeah. minutes. My one criticism I'll say, and I have a couple, but I think there's a 150 ver- minute version in this movie that you could find. Mm, like yeah. it didn't have to be four hours, but I'm like, fuck it. If it's going to go I'm on. Glad HBO, it was. Oh yeah. Cause I'll go Good back four hours. Dude, I can go back and watch like the ending battle and it's like probably 50 minutes and it's yeah. just like an episode or something. Or I can like, you can do whatever you want. You can watch this movie in two sittings. You can watch it in four. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I, I, I'm babbling right now. It's just because <laughs> I've been building, trying to figure out how to talk about this, but all right. Let me put it I this mean, way. I, okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right. I was just going to say the biggest thing I can say about the difference between these two movies and the fact that the other one to me just doesn't exist is Henry Cavill's mouth. <laughs> like, like that's like, like the entire opening of him on a cell phone, really badly cropped cell phone footage, by the way, Yeah. which then cuts into Batman with some goofy henchman on a roof. Like, Oh yeah. It's it, it just, it doesn't and Yo, the whole thing about them doing that is like he, the guy, the um, parademon explodes and three mother boxes just appear on a wall behind him. And then Batman's like, I know what I have to do now. And yeah. I'm just like. on Yeah, on the topic of everything or with uh, Superman's mouth, like everything that came out of it was also pretty cringe in that first one. And Superman yeah. as a character was far better than that. Dude, the first eight minutes of this movie are him dying. And it's like, 
even that being yeah. the reason why one Steppenwolf is awakened, why the mother boxes are all going haywire. Like it's just, it's such a simple thread mm-hmm. that like you could have still kept that in the justice league version. And it would have yeah. like, there's things they could have kept in. I'm glad like, you I- threw some sauce on it. So we all knew the justice league. Yeah. Like it's, 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 I, I'm not calling that is not yeah. justice league. That movie is not anything that is to me. That is actually probably one of the worst pieces of like a studio getting to involve thinking they know more than a filmmaker. Like, and I understand sometimes you got to have some restraint, but obviously Zack Snyder had a vision for this. And I think they, if they let him, if they let him roll and like BBS obviously was critically panned because the studio thought it was a good idea to cut out the first hour of the movie, essentially. Like it's the same thing every single time Zack Snyder releases a movie. The theatrical cut always stinks. And then the director's cut's always good because it's like they, for some reason, they have this Although habit. Man of Steel. We, I mean, we both like Man of Steel. But that's the only one they let him do what he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, well, 300 also. But like the movie, like, it seems like when you just let Zack Snyder do what he wants, he, and I'm not saying Zack Snyder's perfect. He's made some bat, like some baffling choices creatively sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing about someone with a director with a vision is like, not everything he does is going to land, but I'd rat. I think it'd be better for his ideas to be the thing to fail than for the studio to try to be like, okay, why don't we just, we know more. And obviously they don't because this is the third time that they've done this to him. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, it, this is like a low key hot take, whatever. Like Zack Snyder is an auteur. And no, I he is thrown around all the time. No, like, he is because he has yeah, his, own, he, has he has a very a, specific style. Mm-hmm. But this is this is the first Zack Snyder movie I'll say where even though he wasn't making it for people, like he was making it for one, I think he makes movies for himself because he likes to make movies, which is mm-hmm. how it which is how it should be, like yeah. which is how a film for the, also, the game. But also, he does have a very specific fan base, and he makes movies for them. This mm-hmm. is the first easily accessible Snyder movie, I think. Even like Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Yeah, they're accessible, but this is the first crowd-pleasing Snyder movie I yeah. think we've had. Like the the entire the sequence with the Flash at the end of the movie when he's running the time force back, mm. that is literally like a on your left type moment for a character. Like oh, that, yeah. like that is the type of moment that that people erupt in the theater when that happens. The way the music blasts, like, mm-hmm. and there goes what I'm great say music again. in this one. It's, Shout out Junkie it's, XL. It sounds like the the Fury Road soundtrack. Yeah. Like it's out, it, but it, um, I, I just continuously for the first hour of the movie was like, I, I, dude, the first hour of this movie is completely different than the entire first hour of, well, the first hour of the original cut is half the movie. Yeah. But like, you're getting just like, even when Batman in the beginning meets Aquaman, that just feels so much cleaner and so yeah. much, so much. It, it's a scene like it's the dialogue is also way better like no that's also the thing is i think this script was stronger than batman v superman even because i don't Mm. think chris terrio was was rushed i don't think i think that's why batman v superman didn't work as well as like i still think batman v superman is a lot better than people give it credit for the ultimate edition Mm -hmm. but that felt like it was more of a rush like we need to rush to get the justice league type movie 
or it felt like maybe even Zack Snyder trying to put too much in. But once he gets to Justice League, this is the movie he definitely wanted to make. Like he wanted to make his Lord of the Rings. And that's Mm -hmm. what this movie feels like. Yeah. I mean, you got that whole fucking Greek God battle. Yeah. Like sick. I mean, it's that's a fucking movie I would watch. And and then there's the whole Titans and Amazonian. um, Yeah. The the Amazonian sequence was insane, which compare will go. I would say go back and watch the comparison between the original cut and that. And like a lot of it is the Snyder is like, you can tell the scenes that work in the original cut are all Snyder scenes. Yeah. Um, I also legit forgot that the Amazon sequence was in. It was, but it was heavily chopped. It was very short. It was heavily chopped. Stylistically, it just. This one felt like a very brutal battle. Like it felt like war. No, it had gore. And their fucking heads cut off. Like blood spraying everywhere. Like it felt. Yeah, one of the coolest moments is when Stephen Skull fucking darts in him. And he just fucking flexes him off. Oh, I know that was his armor snaps him. No, I was like, oh, dude, yeah. this dude's as badass as Thanos. Like this yeah, is like no, that's. I got major Thanos vibes. Like yeah. he was just fucking toying with them. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's the thing. He feels like a villain. Uh, I think we just quickly just wrap up about the Justice League and then go into the the real Justice League movie. Um, Justice are we League... not in the Justice League movie yet? Well, no, I was. Just, <laughs> I, was no, I, I we mean, just we we are, but I'm going to say right we in. we never mentioned the Justice Cut again. Oh, after this, yeah. ready? Well, okay. I have I have two things to say about it. Then, well, then say them because I'm going to scrap that after a little while. Okay, two <laughs> dumb fucking lines, Dostoevsky, that probably the worst thing from the original no and also just like i said to you earlier the fact that there's just that russian family in the movie useless subplot useless subplot and like i was i honestly i was waiting for the third act for them to come back and i can't believe that they were not like i was like i can't believe that they added that into the reshoots it's just so stupid and uh i mean we all know joss whedon is like a scumbag with the whole ray fisher thing but he also seemed to completely misunderstand the character because, and I pointed this out earlier, in the end of the... When they're pulling the mother boxes apart. Yes. Yeah. And then they fly and they land on the ground and Superman's like, I'm glad that worked. I really like being alive. And Cyborg says, yeah, me too. Uh Uh-uh. No, he does not. And he has not the entire movie. I mean, you barely notice him in the Joss Whedon cuts. So it doesn't really matter. But well, his whole that, arc in the Zack Snyder version is that he is miserable and leaves a, lives a horrible existence and doesn't get past that and actually feel like there's some worth to his life until the very end. Great character arc, by the way. No, exactly. He was the heart of the movie. He wasn't even in the yeah. original version. He was in it for like four minutes. Yeah. All right. The last thing, and this is this will help explain our feelings on the justice version. You don't get in the original version in the final battle. You don't have a moment. Like you don't have a moment where the team is just like in frame all at once. Yeah. There's literally a part in the new version where the free frame freezes in slow-mo as oh, and, yeah. and the entire and i was like oh my god that's the justice league like this is everything yeah. i've wanted 
it felt like, I mean, I hate to compare it to Marvel, but they are like the gold standard. Yeah. It felt like the Avengers like circle shot. Exactly. Like iconic now. Yeah. And then, and then there's, and then it's just the scene where like, it's them going through that exploding building and then the rock sound score just kicks in mm-hmm. and then it's just Aquaman and he's like, yeah. And it's just obviously, and no, it, but it felt like that like fan servicey, like this is where shit's going to get fun. Yeah. And even the part with Batman in the car when he's just like the parademons and he turns the lights on and he just starts shooting everyone. I was like, why wasn't this in the fucking original version? Like that ending battle in the original version was so anticlimactic that I can't believe I even told myself I liked it. Like I I, like I remember (laughs) telling myself when I saw the movie, I was like, yeah, that was all right. Like I enjoyed it. I can't believe I like I even tried. Yeah, I was. I was pretty underwhelmed by it when it happened and or when I first watched it. So I didn't really like it at all. I put it pretty low on my list. I think I kept just in denial because I was like, I've just always wanted a Justice League movie to be good. And now we have one. Like now we have now we have one that like that's literally in existence that I can watch. And I'm so excited that like I can't wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. Like I'm gonna buy it in 4K. Like I'm just Mm -hmm. like I can't wait to own like a definitive Justice League movie. Um, and just be like, wow, like I, I even I really want another one, but this works just as a solo adventure. Like it works perfectly fine. Like it's, yeah. um, yeah, I'll get to the part that I, I'll, I have one issue that I'll talk okay. about. Um, but all right, no more Justice League. <laughs> it's just yes. it's bullshit version never existed. Honestly, HBO should just take it off of there. <laughs> oh, like, I noticed it. I noticed the poster on that was on there. I was like, why are you pushing this shit, man? it's the same reason why i don't know why they have the batman v superman theatrical cut still like in rotation they should just like remove it like they should just make the ultimate edition the version yeah it's it's a the difference between like and i guess this is the same thing as the uh donner cut for superman 2 where like Mm -hmm. Superman 2 came out and then the Donner cut came out and they are like different movies so like I don't know this the difference between Justice League and Zack Snyder's Justice League is that uh the original the theatrical cut doesn't even feel like it feels like a half-baked version like it doesn't feel like it's not like it's a different movie for the sake of it being like oh these are just two really different tones like yeah. like it no it's just like no you're just getting the movie when you watch the Zack snyder one yeah. the, the other one's like a really shitty like oh you want to you want a really quick cartoon version here it is bite. yeah batman yeah, saying idea for a streaming service yeah, especially bites. especially if you combine the words in the one really kind of simple word that's catchy quites quites <laughs> all right so yeah i mean it's it's hard to i'm not gonna go into this whole like us explaining the entire plot of this movie because it's we don't need to if you're listening to this you saw the movie exactly um first thing i will say that i really liked is uh, i love the chapterized i've always been a fan of the chapterized structure of movies when they do that um i think that helped make this version feel a little bit more i think i think it made this movie feel like an actual epic Mm -hmm. and i think it gives it a different like I was trying to think because people are always like trying to compare like Marvel and DC and like trying to think like, but that actually helps this one. I think that structure helps it stand out from like an end game. Yeah. Definitely. And like an Avengers, because like everyone will know like, Oh, there's like multiple chapters in this, but also the four, three um, aspect ratio 
Mm-hmm. I actually, I fucking dug it. Like, I think yeah, it. Me I think, too. I think it looked sick because it's because yeah. obviously it. <laughs> the big square. Yeah, well, I mean, well, that's the thing is I noticed I was like, oh no, Snyder like absolutely filmed it with this in mind, mm-hmm. and then yeah, because ex- yeah, you could tell that everything was cropped like with this in mind, like yeah, and like the action is very vertical, mm-hmm. which lends itself obviously to the narrow frame, not the widescreen. Yeah, which is it, it what felt like comic books are. It like. felt like a comic panel the entire time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I was a big fan. I was curious about it because I I had never seen a comic book movie like this before in this aspect ratio mm. um and i think i think it works i i think it i think it was um i watched batman v superman before this one mm. and they just released the restored version with uh the imax sequences put back in so i had a pretty good idea and i'm just like oh i'd love to see snyder like film movies like this because i think he's got yeah. i think he's like how like nolan loves imax apparently yeah. found out him and chris nolan are like best friends like they that love it makes sense yeah, I mean, they both you, love wearing suits on set. I mean, Snyder, if you look, I mean, Nolan obviously produced all his DC yeah. movies, but apparently, like, one of the stories I read about um, the original cut when they were screening it was uh, Nolan told Zack Snyder, like, you can't watch this version because it will break your heart what they did to this movie. Oh, that was him who said that? Yeah. Because Chris Nolan was like, don't ever watch this version of the movie. Like, I, as your friend, I, I, and now, like, it's awesome that he got to do this. Yeah. Um, this is which, like, a, I mean, obviously, it's tragic circumstances that it happened, but like, the reception and like the way that this movie went is like a dream. Like, it's exactly what you want as an artist. Like, oh, no. It's pure validation. It's pure validation, but Snyder doesn't really, from, I don't know him personally, obviously, but he doesn't. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that. But he doesn't yeah. seem like the type of person, like, even though everyone loves validation, but he doesn't seem like the type of person that, like, he knows that people enjoy his movies. I think the craziest part was the fact that, like, a Marvel series came out this weekend and mm-hmm. DC dominated the fucking conversation. Yeah. They and, like, got what they wanted. And now they're canceling the universe. But it's fucking. I got a fucking stupid or something. So, but yeah, the, the, the aspect ratio um the chapter i structure honestly the length like i i was it didn't bother me that it was four hours at all because i think i watched it in two sittings but i could have easily watched it straight through yeah i mean i like paused it occasionally and like there's a i think so it's gonna play in theaters and the intermission that's edited into the theater is the what it's in between chapter four and five which is right when they choose to resurrect superman yeah the intermission is time yeah, and it's exactly, it's almost a little over halfway through the movie. So it's essentially like, Snyder was like, no, that's when I recommend you pause the movie and that's where we're going to have the intermission. So I was like, okay. So I paused it there for probably like 15 minutes. I was like, that's perfect. Um, and, uh, but yeah, even like without an intermission, I could have probably watched it completely through. Um, it flows really well. I don't think any any of the scenes, I don't think any time's wasted. Like, obviously it feels a little more slow burny because it's four hours but like Mm -hmm. it's not like any everything that's going on is boring it's like it just takes its time like being like because it has to introduce the flash cyborg um it essentially introduced aquaman like we know aquaman now but like this would have introduced aquaman and i think i will say i'm so glad that they did away with those talking fucking bubbles that they did yeah yeah. like it was cool how like mira 
did like fish noises and shit like the no that's that's cool um i do think like them streamlining it into them just talking underwater makes more sense yeah but i did i did like it i i i thought it was like it made more sense in this version like at least it was explained kind mm-hmm. of and then yeah. also the other thing was uh I don't know. It's just like Atlantis just seemed cool in this one. Like, it's just like the other one was so stupid and boring. I mean, we barely even saw it in the other one, which we're not talking about anymore. By the That's way. true. We keep bringing it up. Uh, we got to stop. But yeah, I mean, it felt very connected to the Aquaman solo movie. Mm-hmm. And shout out my boy, Willem Dafoe. Love to see him. With the, with the fucking wavy, wavy. Oh, he, Willem Dafoe. Am I right? Oh, man. That long ass hair. What else like a real goldfish snack that smiles back. Speaking of snacks, this episode is brought to you by Gogurt because I really want to have a Gogurt right now. I saw someone talking shit about Gogurts on Twitter today. Oh, that's psychotic. So that pissed me off. And I like Gogurts, and I'm not afraid to say it. So they paid me real dollar money to say this. Um, by Gogurt. Another thing that was really, really good in this was uh, Batman. I think this was the best. Yeah. I think this was the best Ben Affleck Batman. Like it actually mm-hmm. felt like Batman. Yeah, and like I, he felt like Bruce Wayne when he was being Bruce. Oh no, yeah, but also like my favorite thing that it does is it enhances Batman v Superman. Like mm-hmm. like his arc is a redemption arc of him learning how to have faith again. Yeah. Like he's a broken down man in Batman v Superman, who's obviously he's like. I mean, I guess he's technically killing people. Like he yeah. kind of is and isn't, but like he is. But he's Definitely a man. Shot well, he, he's a, he, yeah, he's a man without code in that movie, and he's he's back. Like Batman's mm-hmm. back in this version. So yeah. it was nice to see. Like, and he said the fuck word. He, remember at the end, he was like, yeah. "I'm Bat fucking man." Yeah, he was like, "I'm Bruce fucking Batman Wayne." Yeah, <laughs> I'm Bruce Bat fucking Wayne. <laughs> but uh, he um. Bruce F. Wayne and the F is for no, and I I also really enjoyed that like they hint at this like sexual tension between Wonder Woman, but they don't try and and him, but they don't shoehorn in this weird like romance that just feels like yeah. That all right, I know we're not talking about it, but there were so many sexist, misogynistic lines and moments in the Joss Whedon version. I mean, the the biggest one is the one where Flash saves Wonder Woman and is buried Mm -hmm. in her buried in her boobs, and in this one. I was actually scared when it happened because I was like, I really hope that that wasn't a Snyder thing. And then it's just revealed that like, oh no, it isn't. Like it's, it was this Flash saved Wonder Woman and didn't try to like eat her ass while he was doing it. (laughs) But um, Classic Flash move. That's in all the comics. I mean, that's his real superpower. Dude, I know we're just jerking off this version of the movie, but like it's, it's just, it's insane. Like that it deserves a happy ending. It does. Um, it was really sweet to hear. Um, I was reading a lot of articles this week about uh, Snyder and Justice League and just obviously the tumultuous uh, road that got us mm-hmm. here. And it was really nice. It was one, it was tragic to hear that Autumn, his daughter who uh, passed away, mm-hmm. said that um, she was the one who was the biggest fan of his world building, was the one closest to him, which mm-hmm. like it makes it it's really sad that for yeah. for him but also like 100% like this movie the fact that this is one in my opinion at least tied with his best one 
And I think yeah. one of his better made movies overall, mm-hmm. it's just amazing that like, this is the one that panned out because you know that his daughter would have definitely loved this movie. Cause it was yeah. everything that you want in one of these type of movies. It's a very poetic sort of way mm-hmm. for things to come full circle for him mm-hmm. in the way a movie would like, so what a life. I mean, fuck, there's a lot of ups and downs for him, but I mean, I think this probably helped like put him at ease and like being and able that, to do the and, work. and he gets another like he's got another movie coming out next month. Like he's yeah. he, and I'm it looks like I hope back. he gets on a fucking roll and just yeah. crushing it. Yeah. Cause he seems like the guy he seems like a really nice guy, you know? Yeah. Dude just loves movies. Like uh, I was watching that like behind the scenes thing and he was saying I don't wanna he was like, I don't wanna say that a film set's like a playground for me, but it is. I'm just having fun. And like, yeah, that's what it's fucking about. It's literally man. why we fucking chose to do this, man. We just want to have fucking dream. Yeah, just want to have fun, man. Yeah. Um, I just want to have fun and so do podcast hosts. <laughs> that's the song. But yeah, I mean, there's just so much here. Um, the biggest difference for me is just how much it flowed in the third act and how Mm. more earned it felt like the team coming together. Like it just felt like, and I loved how it cuts away and suit and like one, I know we're not talking about it, but, (laughs) but like Superman fucking like just shows up in the other version. And in this one, it was really sick to see him get the suit, learn how to fly again. Mm. Like that was like almost like a nice little like trilogy ender. Yeah, essentially. Hopefully not, but hopefully not. Yeah. And then also, it's just him, like the whole scene with him with Alfred. Yeah, it's just like it's just it's it made Superman feel like this messiah, like this this mm-hmm. this guy who who everyone like loves and wants, who knows will save the world. And like you could see, like everyone was like Alfred was just like, I he said you would come, and like it's yeah. just like I don't know, and it just felt like this. In this version, he seemed way more powerful and like it was clear that they needed him in mm-hmm. the other the, version. He uh, felt like a cheat code. Yeah, it was like, just like it was a little deus ex machina, which is mm-hmm. a, like a cliche criticism. But no, and he has an arc. Kinda, yeah, it was earned at least this time. Well, here's the thing that I've noticed a lot of people said about like there's I think a lot of the reception of Man of Steel and even uh, Batman v Superman has come around more in the past mm-hmm. couple of years. But one of the biggest critiques I've heard was that Snyder hates the character of Superman. And I would I would argue, no, I think he understands what it would be like if Superman was a being in a world like ours. Yeah, like I think that's where I think that's where people kind of. I mean, people just love to bitch and complain. So I guess that's the that's the other thing. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think, think there are so many podcasts. Superman's my favorite uh, hero. Also, shout out Superman and Lois on the CW. I know it's oh, not yeah. Snyder, but recommend it. Watched episode four yesterday. Show's still banging. So I would recommend watching it. Uh, gonna, I think I'm probably going to watch the pilot after this. You should. Pilots, pilots obviously been the best episode so far, but it mm-hmm. stayed consistently. Like it's it's good. It's a good it's a good weekly show because it just feels like Superman adventures. Like it's nice yeah. to have like a two good Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but back to Snyder. Uh, the but they said that like people and critics have been always saying like he doesn't understand Superman. He doesn't get Superman. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I think he does, especially in this movie because. 
it just feels like I don't know. It's just the way that he's resurrected. Also, that sequence when he's resurrected was unreal. Sick like, callback to his original like first flight moment in mm-hmm. uh, Man of Steel with the yeah the fist and the yep. rock. But I mean, I'm even talking about just the the Flash running the mother like to the mother box. Oh, that yeah. Like that scene was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, again streamlined in the original version which made it shitty but we're not talking about it but um it's a huge character moment for the flash we learn a lot about him and we learn a lot about well doesn't he run through a wall in this doesn't he run Uh, through the wall or something uh, i don't remember that but i was just talking about it sets up like the don't break the rule like something weird with time happens when i approach the speed of light yeah like that's just a good way to put into some exposition. Well, well that's also what this movie. Well, that's it explains the nightmare sequences because mm-hmm. the nightmare sequences happen to Bruce and to Cyborg because it's it's fucking the Flash affecting yeah. timeline continuity and it's making. I mean, it's like obviously it's it's time travel and shit, so it's not going to make a hundred percent sense. But at least in this one, it's like okay, I can understand why this is happening. In the other yeah. one, it was just fucking no, no. There's just this weird apocalyptic visions yeah <laughs> then it's yeah it, it they just came out of nowhere. no snyder had an idea and he and yeah. he, and he just like this is <sighs> and again it makes batman or the superman better because that flashback sequence is referenced and mm-hmm. you see actually you, like, it's funny the mechanism of you it notice now. in the original nightmare sequence he even has like a beard and facial hair and i remember thinking like i wonder if that's just weird reshooty shit but no fucking at the in the nightmare sequence at the end snyder snyder put fucking facial hair on the flash so oh like, yeah, yeah so like so like it fits in timeline wise so it's like yeah. no this is all a plan for him like he's not he's not doing this shit because he's like let's see what sticks he has this idea mm-hmm. so it's his suit with like no face like no eye holes or mm-hmm. whatever it kind of looks, looks like well it looked like cyborg yeah true that was oh. Yeah. That's cute homage to his friend who's mm-hmm. who's also still hanging out. Yeah, he's still alive. So it's not like it's no, it's not like it's a nice little tribute. He's not dead. You could do a, a real endgame moment where it's like, oh, you see, you've copied my haircut, or you copied my beard, or whatever they yeah. Thor and Cap say. It's so hard to remember things that happen. <laughs> uh, well, we're not talking about Marvel, so we're all in DC no, now. No. So that's why that's why it's hard. Sorry, sorry to bring it up. Yeah, I mean, just overall, better pacing, better story, better score, better acting. I mean, the acting's even better in this movie. Here's what I'll say. I don't want to get your thoughts on this. And but I, we're not I, talking, but we're not talking about. That. Oh no, no, no! This is about the. This is still about the Justice League version we're talking about. Gal Gadot, horrible actress. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw it out there. I don't think she's a good actress. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think she was noticeably worse than anyone else in the cast. I thought she was fine. There's something about her line deliveries that I, I've started to pick up on that she's just... And, and I'll say it like this. I think it's because she she got Schwarzenegger syndrome a little. Yo, don't fucking talk shit about Arnold. No, 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 no. I'm saying it like this. I would jump through the camera and no. fucking kill you. Arnold, not known for his acting chops, known for his ability to relay physical presence. How dare you? 
Are you gonna are you gonna pull this shit right now? Or are you not gonna agree with me? I think Arnold is a fine actor. I think you're on some fine fucking crack. I wish. Um, all right. No, because I will say, like, I think in terms of who I'm picking out from the cast, I think Gal Gadot's the worst of the fucking bunch. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I didn't think she was particularly bad, I but j- she's just the least actor of them all. Like, I, I think I, 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 here's my justification on it. I think that with Wonder Woman, I don't, I don't know if you're gonna get like a great performance out of Wonder Woman. I feel like there's a lot of like grunting and shit, so she does a good job in that. <laughs> yeah. But I will say she's, I don't think she's a good actress. I, I, I and I'm not one to usually like, uh, but I, I understand why she was picked. I just, and it didn't, detri- I just, I was throwing out a hot take for a hot take stick. And it might be not a hot take. I think it's something that's might be, might be known to people. Might, maybe, maybe everyone's on my side and I just don't know it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I know Louie and my roommate were not fans of her performance. Actually aren't fans of Gal Gadot because, we we talked about this in our Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I hate uh, that every movie she's in has to be now like Israel Palestine is involved. I wish she would stop that. Like her having bad Palestinian views. Yeah, maybe she shouldn't be a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> like it's real fucking annoying that she's like that. No, I know that's the thing about it is like kind of makes me like ruins Wonder Woman for a little bit for me as a character. Like Connie does. Like it sucks, but it's anyway, it's that's like my one fault with the and the all right, the other fault the I have one fault with the movie is that Gal Gadot hates Palestine. All right, so my f- I do have one like legitimate not issue, but one that I think that you might agree with me on. Okay. The last 30 or so minutes of the movie. So the movie wraps up pretty well. And I thought the ending of Superman opening it up like that, which also, Mm -hmm. again, in the original version, the final shot being that weird him just flying in the sky, which looked like it was like shot on an iPhone. Yes. Um, This one felt, but then there's a whole epilogue. I loved, I, I loved the Lex Luthor scene and Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. yes me too i did enjoy the joker ship but it did that felt the most reshooty of it all like that felt like that was that was shot in Zack snyder's backyard like that did not <laughs> that, like that did not yeah look, like, there it was, was some re- not great green screen and it was shots. like really close-up shot indie style with handheld mm-hmm. like it was i don't know and then what was the last there's one more isn't there oh and then there's the ben affleck martian manhunter one Ben Affleck Affleck looks so skinny. I know he looks like a thousand times less jacked, which is really funny. Um, My justifying to me that that makes sense is that, oh, it's just been a couple of years. (laughs) Like, even though I don't think it has, I think it's literally been supposed to have been like a week. Um, How did you feel about Martian Manhunter showing up? I thought it was interesting and I would like it more if I knew where the universe was going probably so do you know originally who that was supposed to be right who martian manhunter was they supposed wanted to be? They, so snyder wanted green lantern and warner brothers wouldn't let him use green lantern and so he came to terms mm-hmm. with uh martian manhunter because they were like no we have our own green lantern idea coming up yeah but, but i was like i don't know 
I liked it. I, th- I, I thought mean, he, I thought it made sense. Like, and he looked and it looked really good. I think he, I yeah. liked his look. That was my biggest thing when I knew that he was going to be in it. I was like, how are they going to make that guy look good on screen? Looked, but I looked, thought it was pretty cool. No, the the C, they, they definitely poured all the fucking CGI money into into Martian mm-hmm. Manhunter and not the nightmare sequence. Yeah. Um, my issue with that is only because of us not knowing if we're going to be getting a Justice League two. Mm-hmm. The movie was wrapped up pretty well. And yeah. I and it still had threads open to explore in a sequel, obviously, with the whole dark side stuff. I don't think they needed to show us that nightmare sequence because now it, it, what it does is it almost makes the movie in a way feel like incomplete, which it doesn't mm-hmm. like I, like the main movie is complete. Though Those are probably post credit scenes that he just layered in the at the yeah. ending of the movie. But um, I don't know. I personally would have rather it have ended with just him opening that and then maybe like a post credit scene being like uh, Lex and Deathstroke talking. Yeah. Um, and maybe a hint and maybe the Martian Manhunter one, like, and then like a hint, like maybe mm. they could have like slimmed it down a little. It's, it's not like this deal breaker that may ruin the movie for me. And I even enjoyed it. And Jared Leto did not suck the way he did in I liked this version yeah, of the Joker. I I they looked like unhinged like apocalyptic Joker, which I think at and I just wish that it made me want more. And now mm-hmm. I'm not I don't know if we're gonna get more. So now I, I'd like to see yeah. the but also this could be Zack Snyder being like, eh, really restoring the Snyder first. Well, here you yeah. go, bitches. This is what I'm gonna do. If it, yeah, if it worked for the Snyder cut, why not? Uh well, that's the other thing, is like there is a there is a universe now where I'm like, oh no, they could totally give Zack Snyder a Justice mm-hmm. League too. Here's the thing. Maybe he doesn't even want to do one. Like there's that's 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 yeah. that like everyone's like, oh, give it to Zack Snyder, give it to Zack Snyder. Dude might be like, fuck it. I'm done. Like, I want to go do yeah. my own shit. Cause now apparently he's doing Army of the Dead. And then his next movie is supposedly like a more intimate movie that's not even like visually effect, visual effects. Ooh. So it seems like he's like kind of just like um, he's growing as a filmmaker. That'd be pretty I, crazy if he did like a a slow meditative romance or something. I'm down for it. A real Malcolm and Murray. Yeah. I didn't see that movie. I heard it's uh interesting. <laughs> Um, I think it's two people yelling at each other. I know that happens. Uh, it's like home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't hate the ending. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I just think that it kind of almost was like, damn, I really think you had a perfect movie if you if you ended it right as he... Because I'm like, that's the perfect final shot of a movie. Yeah, I did think that was the end yeah. when it first cut to black. And then I was like, oh, all right. Just keep going. Then I hit pause. I was like, "Fucking half hour. This shit left three in the morning." <laughs> but um, uh, all right. Before we go, I think we talked a lot about Snyder Cut. Um, favorite part of the movie? Hmm, that is tough. I thought the sequence where Cyrus Jones. Wait, Silas Jones. Cyrus Jones. <laughs> Silas Stone. Oh, God. Cut that, please. No, I'm keeping it. Oh, please do not, because that is so off. Cyrus so Jones. <laughs> um, 
All right. You're... Why the fuck did I call him that? <laughs> uh, all right. Sorry. It's past midnight. It's been a long day. When he is like explaining to Victor his powers and the visualization of it. Mm-hmm. And then he like gives that uh, struggling mom. All that that was that was literally Sick, a, save the cat. Moment. That was that was a cyborg. That was like the cyborg needs his own fucking movie. Like that's like, yeah. like I was like, that's actually. And I, I read a tweet about that uh, scene too, but I agree. That's probably one of the rare like hero actually doing just a genuinely good non-destructive yeah. hero moment ever. <laughs> I know, in, like, right? One of these movies. It's just like a guy, he just, and like the visualization of the money like growing, but that was cool. Yeah. That's Snyder he being like, totally I'm be, fucking. He could be Robin Hood. No, he could fucking, dude, he could save he, uh, Medicare for all. But it's, yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh i love i love that scene i mean i love mm-hmm. cyborg's entire backstory but i mean mine's gotta be fucking it's gotta be the flash turning back the time yep like it's that the music the way he's running like and seeing superman's body coming back all the yeah. bone and everything like oh, it's, that was kind of gross but also yeah. amazing but like, it was just Zack like Snyder's good at gore yeah it's it's just so it's just, that's the biggest fan service moment yeah. that we've got and now i was just like dude that's flash like i want to see mm-hmm. a flash movie now and i can't wait for his movie it's probably I, gonna be sick i know it's and now i'm like because when he did that goofy fucking run in the original cut and now he's, oh yeah and it's it's different now like it he does it still but it feels like it kind of fits like yeah. now like because now we know what the whole deal is with his fast running and the like the mechanics of his powers oh and also the other thing when he about the run he's like i gotta do it you gotta break the rule barry you gotta yeah. break the rule like it's that felt like the flash yeah i like, like that he talks to himself which is like a good character thing because he lives this incredibly alone mm-hmm. isolated existence oh it felt like spider-man so obviously he's gonna he talk feels to like himself. he feels like the spider-man of this universe where he's a mm-hmm. kid but he's like growing up in this hero world and also yeah. like I don't know. It's just there's. It's it was. Just, I love this movie. Like I want to watch it again. Like <laughs> me too. It, it's it's so good. Um, all right. I'm not even gonna get. In. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you what's your favorite improvement from the original cut, but then you got a fucking laundry list. So it's yeah. just. Yeah. Um, so Zack Snyder's Justice League. Both of us two fucking batarangs up. Yes, ten pop tarts out fucking, of two batarangs. Fucking yes. unreal movie. Uh, everything I've wanted in a Justice League movie. I'm personally a DC boy more than a Marvel guy. So, you know, I growing up, I like I didn't read like a ton of comics or anything, but I definitely read more like Batman and Superman, mm-hmm. and I knew those guys better than I knew. I didn't know who fucking Iron Man was. Yeah, no, until it, the movie came out. Well, that's so. I'm I am a DC person at heart. So this was the movie that I yeah. I was very disappointed in the original cut. I'm happy that this came out. I'm happy we got it, and I'm happy it's good. Like the fact that this yes. is his highest rated movie technically on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Like the Chef's Kiss, baby. Like yes. that's, that's everything. But uh, yeah, that's Snyder cut. It's now streaming on HBO Max. If for some reason you haven't seen it, I feel like everyone who wanted to watch it had to have watched it by now. Yeah. And if um, you've gotten to this point in the podcast, yeah, you probably saw it. Unless, I, I oh yeah. Know. By the way, uh, Superman died in the last movie. Um, so <laughs> spoiler you, alert. Yeah, so when, when you start up Justice League and you're asking yourself why is Superman dead, 
fucking movie ruins it right away. Well, yeah. But it does. I mean, it does. The opening credit sequence is his death. So yeah, it, it kind of could be a standalone it's, movie. No, it's accessible. Yeah. Because that's the thing about the like the DC animated movies is they essentially don't have backstory to what the story they're telling. Mm-hmm. It 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 puts you directly into an event. Yeah. And so has you know, you know who fucking Batman is. Come on. Yeah, you know Batman, you know Superman. Superman's dead. Now the get now the now the Justice League's being built and they have to um they get have the to bring back together. It, that's it's a really simple story. It's just um it definitely benefits to have watched the other two first, but you can yes. absolutely watch Justice League by itself and it will work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, that's it for me, man. I don't have anything else. Uh, I figured we talked a lot about Justice League. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to get back in the swing of things. So I say we end it here. That was a big yawn for me, so I concur. Um, you can follow us at We Spoil Movies on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we are going to be doing something special next week because we have a big movie release this weekend. So we're going to go into, in my opinion, one of the more underrated blockbusters of the past few years. Um, yes. Won't tell you what it is though. You'll, you'll know next week. You can follow me at beef Dubois on Twitter. You can follow Nick to my car in the parking lot. Make sure you don't be, make sure you make it safe to your car. Um, Please. It's a long walk. I'm a frail old man. We have a lot of good content now that Nick's uh, not dying of COVID anymore. Yeah. And Uh, I got Photoshop to work on my computer again. So, I mean, that could be helpful for something. I'm sure. Exactly. Uh, So we're really firing on all cylinders, but uh, we're going to have a lot new content. We're going to get back into Marvel soon uh we're gonna get back to our marathon and yeah and fast and furious we got to get nick back you're gonna get to the good shit now yes good but yeah go watch the snyder cut if you haven't highly recommend it and that is spoiler alert for this week uh make sure you guys share around let people know about the best movie podcast on the internet which is us oh all right yeah (laughs) and have a good bye